going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the North Boroughs Outdoors Podcast, episode 99. I'm Nick Beto. Kelly, you going to answer? We go that way every time. Yeah, we're going this way. I'm Cameraman Covey. Little Mike. I'm Jared. Timmy. 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 Well, fellas, uh, last one before 100, and we're going to do this at least twice in this episode. Um, Just a little pre-warning for episode 100. It, uh, that's all I'm going to say right now, but, uh, things get dicey. <laughs> definitely a little wild in that one, but that's all right. It's, it's coming up here. It's the North Pro way next week. Um, so sports update. We don't really have one. We haven't really been watching nothing. Soccer's been good. <clears throat> that is true. Yep. Pablo was really killing it. England. Okay, okay. You guys, there's probably some people that listen that are actually into soccer, and you're just offending them right now. So we're just gonna move on past that. <clears throat> we got a, we got a, <laughs> we got a beer of the week this week, and I'm gonna let little Mike explain whatever <coughs> thought process was going through his head, and then I'm gonna give it a try. Well, our beer of the week this week is called the uh, the Snowmaker Pale Ale by the Bet Paddle Brewing Company. This damn dog. Anyways, so I do have a I have a ski trip coming up here, not this weekend, but the weekend after. And that's not really what inspired this, but I, I walked by, and we recently Fargo got kind of piss pounded with this little snowstorm this morning. So I thought, you know, Snowmaker, that's a good beer for the week. So I grabbed it. It's not bad. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try. I haven't tried it yet. Timmy, have you tried it? Nope. All right, here we go. Timmy, try it. Try it now. Nick, that is a not impressed face. I'm not going to lie. It's not one of the best beers I've brought on. It's uh, it's uh, got some darkness to it. Yeah, it's like, u- you remember it's that unique. little something something now? Yeah, yeah. That was a good beer. This is similar to that, but not quite as good as that. And I'm not saying Snowmaker Pale is a shitty beer. thought I saw something about the IBU on this thing. All right, here. 40. That's a little heavy. Yeah, what is that IBU again? Come on. Come on, Timothy, let us know. I don't know what, like, it just gives you that, that uh, really bad aftertaste <clears throat> that some people like IPAs and like that taste. I'm not a fan. This is, this is very IPA-like. It is a pale ale, which is what IPA stands for, Indian pale ale. Pretty good. Hit that right in the head. So it checks out. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't mind drinking some pale ales every once in a while. You have some really good taste buds to be able to pull that out of that, to be honest. They're not too bad. They're not horrible. They're not too bad. Not my drink of choice, but I'll drink it. And should we give a shout out to... No. Bud Light. Here's the thing. I've forgiven them. I boycotted them pretty hard but you know what we're back summertime's around the corner i I started buying bush light again so i didn't buy bush light for a long time so i got on my premiums i'm still a premium guy i enjoy the bud lights and i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty psyched to have a case of them again feels like i'm back in my own skin are you gonna actually take these ones home Probably not. No, they'll yeah, they'll join the stack that we have in the other room and, and then absolutely. Nick's, people are gonna come over and be like Nick, something you gotta tell us. <laughs> They're gonna sign yeah. Nick up for a counselor. <laughs> it, it looks like I have a problem if you look in that room. 
It does. You should find like a like a cheap refrigerator and put it at the the land. We just have a cheap refrigerator. No, at not the. Land. Yeah, but there's only what five, six options on that. Well, no, we have a little mini fridge too, but we're gonna need like six mini fridges to put say, all you're that in there. A full size. But fridge, we have the but big <laughs> one. Yeah, we can't. We get in trouble if we use that one for beer. True. Beer. It's not a beer fridge. Yeah. Say that one kind of looked like a food fridge. We, we can see what, we can see what happens. Though. Where are we gonna put our brats at? We're like, put them in your cooler. Maybe take two cans out, and then the brats will fit. Yeah. Yeah. There's some things that are more important than brats, and I don't say that lightly. All right. The intro to this one, we're, we're stretching it out to about five minutes here. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for, for coming back another week. And this week, we've got a whole weekend. <laughs> a whole week. <laughs> Little Mike is just... What, what's that mug say that he's drinking out of? Is the first <coughs> beer. Polaner Munchen. And it's like a huge beer stein. Munich, I think. Okay, fine. Yep. I don't really know. I'm not German. Anyway, it's a huge beer sign, and he's already... <laughs> it's getting filled up again right now, and uh, we'll see how long the mic can stick with us through this one. Thank God for chauffeurs. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, roads are a little slick. We don't need to... Uh... Yeah, no. Even if roads were dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway, this week... As you can tell by the title of the episode, is the conclusion to the Minnesota walleye season. Uh, the four of us that are on the episode this week were out fishing last weekend, which would have been the close of Minnesota walleye season. Uh, closed on Sunday, and we were out fishing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm, we didn't fish Friday. We didn't fish Friday. We tried. And barely fished on Sunday. Yes, yeah, so we pretty much just fished on Saturday, but we <coughs> covered some ground. So basically, this episode is just going to be a recap of our entire weekend. So we will actually we did fish pretty hard Sunday. We put some rattle rails down at about one thirty. Yeah, we were fishing. We did fish. Nick was laying on the couch. Or we'll the we'll bed. get there. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, so let's jump into Friday. And this this plan didn't really come together until this this plan didn't really come together until I would say. We had talked about it on Monday, and then Tuesday, and then Wednesday, and on Wednesday we're like, "Well, we should probably signify, you know, or solidify this plan." So I call or I text Timmy. I'm like, "Hey, you still coming this weekend?" And you're like, "Uh, yeah, that was that was the plan." Okay, everybody's not paying attention again. Yeah, that was the plan. I'm listening. You're you're over there trying to put ten beers in a beer stein, buddy. Come on. I'm listening. Keep going. So when I text Timmy, I'm like, yeah, you coming? He's like, what the hell? I thought I was coming. I'm like, yeah, you're coming with. So I picked Timmy up. We got kind of a late start. I think we, we had to go down and pick up the ice castle. And once we got the ice castle, uh, we were on the road. What was it? So when you picked Timmy up, just not to sidetrack, but was he just sitting outside his apartment on his luggage? He was ready. Actually, no, I took just it back. Like, I, I didn't have to pick him up. Like, hey, or... I got dropped off. Are you off. gonna you gonna get me, Nick, or what's happening here? Here, let me see. He got dropped off. What time do we? And he's th- he's gonna look and see what time. Uh, you texted me at one twenty, and you asked. Oh, that was <laughs> Thursday. It's pretty full. Um, when I got to your place, it was at one thirty. All right, so we left, got gas, picked up the castle, 
And we were on the road by, well, I don't know, I would say about 2.30. I think it was like 2.30. Yeah, it wasn't much to, it was a grab and go to get the castle and just get on the road. And cameraman Cubby and little Mike were also on the road at 2.30. And we were heading up to Akeley. What slowed us down again? I forget. I was going to say, we started way you earlier than somewhere. Cubby, stay on that mic. You're turning Sorry. Your Can't be we doing started that. way earlier than you guys, and we still... Yeah, we beat you there. Yeah, we were a little late. So, so we were going to the North Bros headquarters, and we were planning on camping there. And we were going to take the castle out onto Leech. Uh, we went out of Trapper's Landing on Leech Lake. It's on the way south side of the lake. Uh, I'd been watching videos. There, there's a handful of other resorts that had closed down for the year prior to us going up there. Now I believe all of them are closed. But there was a handful of resorts that were already closed. And we saw that Trappers was open. And we were following their videos and stuff on Facebook. And everything looked good. So we get to the, the North Bros headquarters. And we start putting the boards down like we're going to drop the ice castle. Well, then... We're close. We just about started lowering it down. And then little Mike and cameraman Cubby rolled up. And they're like, what are we doing? thought we were going fishing. And we're like, well, yeah, we are going fishing. And then we had a little group meeting, and this is right as the sun is starting to go down. It like, seems like every time that we plan to go fishing for a full weekend, we always get there in the dark on Friday. Yeah, that's every true. Every single time. Good point. Even if we're all Never off fails. on Friday? Yep. Yeah. Late start. Yep. Every okay. time. Well, yeah, because if we're off on Friday, then we're going to go Thursday night, <laughs> and we're going to get there in the dark anyway. But we always <laughs> get there on Friday in the dark. So we go over to Leech Lake. It's about a half hour drive from where we're at. We had a little meeting. We're like, you know what? Whatever. We'll pull yeah, the, 28 minutes. We'll pull the house with us. And once we get over here, we'll kind of come up with a game plan and whatever. So we get over there. We go in, talk to the resort. Really awesome layout of a resort that they have back in there. If you have not checked out Trapper's Landing on Leech Lake, definitely give it a look. It's uh, it's quite the setup they got back there. I kind of want to go over there this summer just to see how different it is or how busy it is or whatever. It's a really, really cool, cool resort that they got in there. So we go in there and we talk to the the resort guy and and uh, there was a lady working at the front desk and she's like, oh, can I help you guys with anything? And I'm like, ah, I'm trying to get talked into taking my ice castle out. And she's like, all right, let me go get Josh. You know, not to interrupt, but we talked to this guy for how long? Probably the resort guy? 25 yeah. minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. You always take down. You always have to talk to these guys before. This is talking about Nick, and you never listen to him. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You never listen to him. How do I not listen to him? <coughs> well, what did he tell us? He said we've got twenty-four or eighteen to twenty-four inches of ice. Okay. And this is going to be the spot where we have twenty-four. And. The rest of the lake is... <laughs> I know what you're getting at now that I start talking about it. <laughs> you're talking about the black steak, right? No. No, you're not talking about the black steak. No. Well, anyway, this guy tells us where to go. Real nice guy. Real real stand-up guy. Okay. And uh, so then we go drive out onto the lake, and we're driving out there, and... <laughs> so can I can I take this one away for a minute? No. What, yeah, but hold on. Keep, what, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? Come, keep going. Tell so us more. We walk up. <laughs> We walk out of the resort and we have our road passes paid for. We got bait. We got everything we need. And we get in. I walk back up to the truck and I tell Cubby, I'm like, hey, we should unload the Razor 
run out here, punch some holes, check it out before we just go driving out there at night trying to figure out where we want to go. Cubby's like, nah, nah, we don't need to do that. Like, what are you doing? We don't need to do that. Just go. Everything's fine. They said that there was a one-ton Dodge Mega Cab with a 28-foot ice castle, and that guy went on the lake and just took off. So I'm like, okay, well, if he's fine, we should be fine. We get out there, and we, we end up driving past the road that we were supposed to turn on because I wasn't paying attention. Nick's fault. But my fault. Yep. I think I thought that's what you were referencing when you said that I don't listen. No. <coughs> I was referencing the part that was while we were checking the ice. What was that? Well, you proceeded to tell us that this was unsafe, <coughs> we shouldn't be out there, and then we proceeded to leave after they told us that it was safe. And there were so many people just driving right on out. Okay. Okay, yeah. So but we're out there checking. No, hold on, hold on. So we're out there checking ice, and Timmy and I are standing <laughs> right next to each other. You guys are taking the razor, going down to, you know, to find where the road is, and... uh I asked Timmy, I'm like, and this couldn't have been more, th- this was a sign from somebody, I, the fishing gods, I don't know who who it was, but I'll look at Timmy, and I'm like, so what do you think, man? And as soon as I said that, he like turned his head like he was going to say something, and a crack went right between our feet, and we just kind of looked. You know how you can feel like the ice drop? Yeah, I, I ain't going to lie. It didn't sound good, necessarily, Likewise. but... I feel like Nick is kind of always a little nervous anytime he brings his ice castle out. I wouldn't say that. I wasn't nervous on uh, later on when we got to Red. You still were a little nervous. Remember we're, that one weekend on Lida? Okay. Yes. And, that, and I'll admit, because I, I, I looked at Cubby the one day, but Friday, and I was like... Are you talking about, did we have the ice castle out there? We did, but this is like Friday of this last weekend. And I said, this is the most ice we've actually been on with the ice castle all year. And we're the most scared. Dude, it was popping and cracking like a son of a gun. Where I was going with this was that Nick always wants to talk to these guys at the landing, but never, ever trusts or listens to what they say. Okay, well, what I will say to that, no ice is safe ice, first of all. Secondly, you got to check it as you go. You can't just, you can't take... You know, so-and-so said that it was 25 inches. You can't take that and assume that the entire lake is 25 inches because the first hole that we checked when we measured the next day when we went back out there was 18, 17. 18, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, that's six inches less than what? No, he gave you a window. He said 18 to 25 or 24 or whatever. He said that reef was all 24. He did say there was more ice than what there was. Right. But there was still... Like I think they what laid out like sixty people that day. Well, we're not we're not bad mouth on the resort at all. I mean, no, they, I wasn't saying that. I was were, just saying that you never listen to them, but you love talking to them. Well, yeah, it's good to get a, it's good to get a, a you know, description of what because they're out there every day. They're running these roads every day. They're checking ice every day. They're watching these cracks every day. Like I don't know. I don't know if you're trying to make me look like an idiot. No, that part's true. But I just like <laughs> it's just kind of funny. The, the idiot part of that they're checking the roads every day. <laughs> no, the fact that you're right. They check the roads every day, and no ice is safe ice, which is true. But I was more so getting to the point that you always like that's like like your number one thing is to talk to the resorts, but you never trust them. I never said I didn't trust them. If I didn't trust them, I wouldn't have drove my truck out there. But you still stopped, like, fairly soon to 
get out and you only wanted to take the razor and i feel like we kind of convinced you to drive your truck out there you did you didn't really want to do that we were listening to uh uh the titanic theme song when we drove out on the ice and <laughs> yeah that was not fun well, there came a point where I'm like, shut up, and I like hit the button to turn it well, off. Well, it was going good, and then it got to like the main part of the song, and it was like, yeah, this probably isn't very soothing. And then Nick's like, shut up, and hits the button, shuts it off, and we're just what, in silence listening to the lake what, pop. What do we have planned? Yellow submarine? Nope. The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> so we all had it in the back of our heads that this could be... This will be the fate of the We felt pretty castle. safe. So anyway, we, we, we go out, we pass the road, we turn around and we come back and we stop on the side of the road and that's when we unload the razor. Cubby takes off, goes to find the road. Finds the road. Come, me and Cubby were kind of going at each other. Nick was very angry. I was not angry. I just road. He was angry. He we ended up doing what I wanted to do anyway. The, the <clears> idea that I had way at the beginning that would have saved us two hours. Two hours? Yeah. Yeah. That's a stretch. Because once we took the turn on this road, which the next... <laughs> The next day, there ended up being... So, long story short, Friday night, we didn't fish at all. We checked the ice. We didn't like the way it looked. We didn't like all the cracks that were there. It was kind of cloudy looking. You know, not, just not, not what we were what we were looking for. Not the most ideal thing. Now, could we have left the castle there and stayed in it? And been yeah. just fine? Yeah, we probably could have. Oh, yeah. But the chances of something happening could have been... Slim to none. Well, at the time, the when we checked that reef, there was nobody else on that reef. There was nobody else that had taken that road. And so we pack up. We go back to the the land or to the North Bros headquarters. And uh, we get the Ice Castle set up. And this is the first wrong turn of the weekend for little Mike. Why do you say that? Where did we go, guys? To the casino. Oh, we did go to the casino. And I don't remember whose idea this was. Little Mike's. I'll take it. This is my <laughs> idea. But we, we, So we do got to give a shout out to the Shooting Star Casino in Walker, Minnesota. That's the, the Northern, Northern Lights. Lights. Oh, is the Shooting Star the one that we went to on Sunday? That's Manoman. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Jeez, now we're going to get canceled. Yep. Messed that one up. <laughs> so the Northern Lights Casino in Walker is where we went. That was a blast. Now, I'll let you guys kind of take over for a second. And just kind of explain what we did, how we, and how we did, <laughs> mainly. Well, Lil Mike, he started the gambling career. Well, maybe not the career, but he started the weekend off. So why don't you start? Why don't you tell us how it went? <coughs> just Friday now. We're not going to rope Sunday into this. Cause yeah. that'll... Well, don't tell him about Sunday yet. Be Jesus. honest. We're not, we're not degenerates. Sorry. Be Sorry. honest. <coughs> So I started with kind of an aggressive strategy this time around, and uh, I walked in. I was at the ATM. I put ten bucks into a machine, two five dollar spins, torched it. I was like, oh, that happens. It's fine. And then I think actually before I got to the ATM, Nick's like, "Hey, Micah, go to that uh, NFL game." I said, "All right, I'll go play it. Whatever, go play it." Of course, I picked the losing team, Forty ers that's what Nick wanted me to do. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Things were looking up for a little while. Things were getting pretty hot. That was not machine. the reason that you lost in that goddamn game. It was a freaking automated <laughs> slot machine that you assume that you're going to win just because you pick a team. All, I'm saying, to do. all I'm saying is the 49ers lost and I lost. 
<laughs> well, we got ourselves a trend, don't we? <laughs> so that happened. And I, we, we did have a lot of highs on that game. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of highs. Hey, don't throw me, don't be throwing stuff at me. <laughs> and so then after that, I, I make my way back to the machine that always pays, for the most part. Okay, go ahead. I do got to say, though, when we, we were all standing there watching little Mike get the night off, or get the night started, and like he was getting so excited. Like, well, it sounded so good. Yeah, and he, like, he'd like he'd, all like, the noises he'd and... like clap and he'd like kind of point and be like, "Here we go, here we go." You know, and I'm like, oh, "Dude, you're getting really into this thing," and he never won. But you had the right attitude. I did. I, I, I like to think I bring the right attitude into every situation. You know, like, hey, we're going fishing. Hell yeah, we're gonna catch some massive walleyes. Maybe keep them. I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> That's for later. <laughs> you want me to address this now or later? No, later. 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 <laughs> later. <laughs> okay. And after Mike lost his, well, actually, I think he went to another machine before any of us even started yet. He was definitely the icebreaker. And so he I, did made a good it, job. I made it to the ATM, and I pulled out a respective $200. I was like, all right, this will be enough, right? Put 100 in the green machine. If you're an avid gambler, you know what the green machine is. If you're not, figure it out. <laughs> um, and I did. I was like, all right, we got at least ten, ten dollars. Okay, hold on, hold on. Perfect. Quick disclaimer for those of you who don't know what the green machine is: it can take your money very, very, very fast. You put your money in there, and you can do one, five, or ten dollar spins. And there's three rings. If you do $1, you get one. $5 is two. $10 is three. And whatever number it lands on, that's what you get. I think your max win, though, if you only bet a dollar, is only 10, right? Correct. And the odds of getting that 10 are very low. Correct. So you might as well do 10 and have the chance. And then if it, hits, if, if it lands on zeros, it respins. And yeah, it's kind of. So there's a description so you don't have to Google green machine. It'll pull up. So anyways, so I don't even know if I won anything. You didn't win a single time. Not a single spin? Nope. You can make sure it's not something like Yeah, you so anyways, Google. so I, I torched, well, what me and some of my friends call them, Hunsky. It's a $100 bill. Actually, I think it was a Hunsky 70. No, I Could, think it was just a crisp 100. Well, yeah, but the football machine took 70, I think, oh. too. So a Hunsky 70. But I think at that point... I don't think anyone else had a penny in a machine yet. No. Nope. So I was down, call it 170 if you want, roughly. And then we all started gambling together. Yeah, and I, I've <coughs> never done that before, but it, it makes it a lot better. And yeah. I don't know if that's, like, legal. Should me and Timmy touch on can the you, horseshit part of this story? Can you do that? You what? win a lot more money. I don't see why you can't. <coughs> True. You're not the, making uh, the game. The part where... We all went in on some of the high dollar games together. Yeah, you. And then easy to me. I don't remember. Did, did we leave for something? Or yeah, we went to go get some drinks. Yeah, we, we went and grabbed okay. a beer. We come Wait. back. We came back as they hit a six hundred dollar winner. Wait. Wait, he says. You guys were supposed to be waiting for us to go cash out a ticket in the high roller room. We were coming back to you, that and you guys out. were not there when we came back. That's fair. Yeah. So me and Cubby looked at each other and we're like. Yeah, screw it. Let's just throw 40 bucks into this machine and see what happens. Did we get a call? Or a hey? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Just left us no. hanging. Just, a, just a, to hell with you, fools. Pretty sure you guys are the ones that left. 
they were the ones that left for sure. You guys walked away too. What, what did you say? I said you guys walked away too. Yeah, we did, but we were coming back. We told you where we were going. We found you. Okay, moving on. So we hit that 600. And then uh, we hit a couple other ones too. Yeah, I think we hit five, six, and then we, we could have hit the green like seven for or a eight. Long time. Yeah, we 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 probably ran like over a grand through the green machine at least at least if not two <laughs> could have been closer to two yeah we spent a lot of time at that green machine and a and then, lot of money you remember when we were leaving nick or we were gonna leave yes and you pull up and there's this we'll, we'll call him a peace officer because i don't know if he's actually a cop no, he was a cop he was a cop you think so yeah i don't buy it no he he was <laughs> he but it said police just saying mm, he was full of shit Anyways, anyway so he was a cop and Nick's like, what would you do? And the guy's like... What do you mean? He's like, were you married? And Nick's like, kind of, I guess. <laughs> okay, you take it away. Well, I just saw this guy, and I'm like, hey, I got a question for you. I said, we're on a dude's trip. A dude's trip. And all four of us, you know, we're here together. We kind of had a decent night except for little Mike. We all had a decent night. I think we were all up three digits at that point. He was not. Other than Lil Mike. He was, he was down not. three digits. I'm like, digits. what would you do? I said, we're about to leave, but we just walked by that green machine, and we want to throw another, like, 200 bucks at it. And he's like, yeah, are well, you married? I'm like, I'm engaged. He's engaged. He's got a girlfriend, but he's riding solo. And he points at Mike. He's like, well, he can do whatever he wants. I'm like, yeah, he's already down, though, so he probably shouldn't, right? You know, like he's, he should probably take it easy. And he's like, yeah, whatever, why not, do it. So we did it, and I don't think, well, no, we did, we cashed out like an extra hundred bucks off of that. We won. We won. We did, and we could have won more, but you guys quit. Top of the game. <laughs> yeah, we did quit. Little Mike, how did the day end at the Northern Lights for you? At the Northern Lights. What was I? Was it down 340 or 390? 390. 390. Yep. Be honest. Okay. This guy. Okay. Come on. Okay. It was 390. <laughs> all right. That's all right. It's all right. So let me go back. We get back to the headquarters. We get into the castle, get everything situated. Then we head to bed. We plan on waking up really early <laughs> the next morning to go fishing. What, what, what time was that? So, all right. I'll take this one away for a second. So we're, we're getting to bed. Nick's like, all right, guys. We're going to get up at 6. And it's like. 2.30, 3 o'clock. Yep. And Cubby's over here like, Nick, come on. Let's be reasonable. Let's do like 7.30. And Nick's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Basically. We're getting up at 6, 6.30 at the latest. So we're like, okay. Fair enough. We'll, we'll set our alarms for like 6.30. We'll shoot for 7. And all of a sudden, I look at my phone. 9 o'clock rolls around. <laughs> and then... Me and Nick are still laying in bed. I think at this point, me and Timmy were standing at the door <laughs> watching you guys sleep. Well, I had gotten up, but I had gotten back into bed because I was so tired from yeah. gambling. And at this point, me and Timmy were kindly asking these two gentlemen to just get up so we could go fishing. And I think we stood in the doorway for 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Nick. At least. I think it was more than that. I think it was like Might close to 40. 45 minutes. <laughs> and at this me, me and little Mike were just laying in bed. 
Well, Mike was like ready to go. Nick, you were far from ready to go. You were telling me that you were going to sleep just a little bit longer. Two more minutes. Turned into 20. Turned well, into 30. What happened and then it was is... 45 minutes is, is later. It was, it was like 8.50-something. I knew like 8.51. So I said, all right, guys, nine more minutes. It'll be 9 o'clock. And then all of a sudden it was 9.02. <laughs> and then me and Nick were like, okay, we'll get up at 9... 10 and then it would hit like 9 11 like, all right okay we'll do like 9 15 we'll get up and then all of a sudden it was like 9 16 it's like okay 9 30 nice round number we'll get up at 9 30 and finally we got up and we did get up and we got going we're fishing by what 10 30 yeah that's not bad so that's we, like, an, like a morning bite so we get there and we, and we drove both pickups because we were going to, just in case somebody wanted to leave and come back. So we get out there. We drive out onto the lake. And uh, once we get out onto the lake, we unload the trailer, unload the truck. Take off driving just for a little bit. We weren't very far away from the trucks, I don't think. Uh, the depth that we were in, I believe, was 12. Yeah, roughly between whatever we were kind of scoping for. So we were sitting in 12 feet. Uh, we had the live scope down. We did have a couple nice marks come in. Uh, real sandy slash rocky bottom. We're on a flat. Uh, we were using perch talkers, uh, ripping wraps, buckshots, kind of throwing the whole kitchen sink at them. Not really, sort of. I don't know. It was really windy. Really, really, really windy. And that's where we were. And we ended up not catching anything there. What? Yeah, depth? I did. I caught a pike. That's not oh, yeah, true. We did catch one pike. I caught a perch. Did you say what? What depth were you guys in, and what were you using? We were in twelve and a half feet. We aimed for sixteen, but you know, when you get carried away, you just set up the whole house, drill the holes, and then put the depth finder down. <coughs> and well, we got screwed. I think this has been a tip of the week in the past, but this is the North Bros tip of the week. Uh, before you set down a wheelhouse or even a portable anything drop your depth finder down it'll save you and it may sound stupid but it's happened to us a handful of times this year where we get out drill a hole we drill one hole and we check that one and we're like all right well we'll be good right here well then you're on a contour and it's never the same as <laughs> what it was when you when you checked it the first time and then you get set up and you'll be like ah oh, damn we uh we should have check the depth before we set this up but then you got the house set up and you don't want to move so anyway the depth you're in 12 and a half which kind of makes me wonder how many other people out there like say like this weekend we're out at red right or i I might have spoiled that but anyways (laughs) (laughs) like how many of those guys say like granted red's not a good example but with any lake like you get out there you're like okay my garmin or my hummingbird says i should be here and then you set up, the next thing you know, you drop down, you're like, hmm, we're five feet shallower than I thought we were going to be in. You know, part of that's my fault. I always... 100%, like, that's your fault. I zoom it out a little bit so I can see more on the lake, and then go by the, the numbers that are showing without zooming in. And when you zoom in, it gets a lot more detail. Yeah, the yeah, lines are a lot closer. That's not yep. kind of your fault. That is 100% your fault. Well, yeah. All right. It's my fault. So, yeah, what were you guys <laughs> using, and did you catch anything? Uh, Tika minnow and a uh, tungsten jig, and I did catch one small perch. That's it. I caught nothing. <laughs> so we were we were sitting out here for 
45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, it was not very long. Something like that. Super windy. Ice is popping. There's people out all over, but there's houses starting to come off. It was very noisy. The ice was very noisy. And we're like, I will admit. We're like, God, I don't know, man. This is... Like, first of all, I'm glad that the castle's not out here. I understand that there's people out here with bigger houses than what we have. But I'm glad the castle's not out here. Like, it's... We're good. We're, we're doing good. Then my phone rings. And it's the old donkey. So I get, gotta give donkey a shout out here, because... Well... He had a friend that was up on Red Lake. And said friend was crushing the walleyes. And he said, through the night, you know, they bite all night long, and then they'll still bite in the morning a little bit, a little bit slower, but they'll still bite. I'm like, okay, well, what are they on for ice? And he's like, oh, 22 inches or, or so. I'm like, okay, well, that's thicker than what we're on here. Um, well... Let me talk to the fellas. So then I call little Mike, and we have a little conference call, group meeting. A little heart-to-heart. And we talked to, talked about it for five or ten minutes. We're like, hi, guys, here's the deal. We can pack up right now. And it's like 1230. So we're like, we can pack up right now, go back, load everything up, go back, grab the castle, and then we got to drive about an hour and 45 minutes north through Bemidji, and we'll be up at Red Lake. And we're like, well... I don't know, I kind of hummed and hot about it, and we're like, you know what, we're not going to catch anything here. We, we gave up on Leech. Not saying that we couldn't have done good on Leech, but we gave up on Leech. Which was kind of funny, because in the first half hour, we had two fish, which isn't great, but me and Mike, we marked quite a bit of fish. Yeah, we saw a handful as well. It was, they were just... It's just a bad, bad lake. <laughs> I've never done well out there, but I continue to go back, and I will continue to go back. Valid point. But... So we make the group decision that we're going to go to Red. So we go back, load everything up, we drive up, stop for fuel in Bemidji, uh, fill up some propane tanks, and the next thing you Special know... Special thanks to Cameron and Cubby. Yeah, thanks, Cubby. And, and the next thing you know, <laughs> we're at JR's Resort on Red Lake. And you were the one that went in to get road passes and get some information. I'll let, you take, I'll let you take sort it away from, from here. Well, well, Mike, he walked up and got the road passes just so we could get the show on the road a little bit. And this guy did not have any interest in talking about how the fishing was, where they were biting at, or how the ice was in any way, shape, or form. He was not interested. He was way more interested in selling beer. Which he did. He did sell. Well, and now I'm... Not bashing them, but that's kind of bullshit. Well, I'll admit, I forgot to even ask about ice. Okay, so it's our group idiot over here that went in there and was like, yeah, give me a case of beer, and the road passes. Well, no. No, we mentioned, like, where people were going, and, like, we kind of tried to start small talk with him. And what was the only piece of advice that he gave? Uh, He said that. Stay to the west. Stay to the west of the stakes. Yeah. And then he said, like, he marked one other thing on the map, and that was that was all he said. Bridge is here. Stay yep. over here. You won't die. Oh, yeah. He said 10 miles an hour, 5 miles an hour over the bridge. That's all he told us. And he was right. We didn't die. I just think, but I guess you can't Nick really... Nick thought we would have. You can't really say anything about it if we didn't ask the questions. So like, you can't. You'd think like when a group comes in to buy road passes and kind of like tries to start the small talk, like, 
Oh, how's the fishing? Well, like, at least where are the fish give, biting? Like, like, you'd have a spiel at least. Yeah, like, he didn't small, give us nothing. Like, hey, the guy, this is where they're going. This is what the depth. Kind of, this is what you look for. Take this road. You'll catch fish. We do know that if you go a mile out and about a half mile to the east. Uh, no, six miles. Six miles six, out. Six mile east. Gosh dang it. Crappies. Big You'll crappies. hammer them. You're, you're <laughs> going to hammer them. We'll get, we'll get into that in a, in a little <laughs> bit here. That was funny. So yeah, little Mike grabs the road passes. We get out and we drive out on the lake. Uh, a little bit of water on the access when we drove out, but it wasn't horrible. It was more on land, and it was muddy. That yep. was pretty much where all the water was. Yep. As soon as you hit the ice, it was dry. Well, ice. and we went out. I would say only about a quarter mile, and then we hung a left off of Jr's road, and we ended up setting the ice castle down on a little bit of snow that we found. In 12 feet of water. And there were houses everywhere. There were houses all over the place out there. Yeah. And a sure. lot bigger. Again, a lot bigger than what we had. But there was probably, what, five times the houses out on Red than there were on Leech? More. Yeah, but I think the people on Leech were kind of... They were a lot further out, I would say. Right, I'm just saying an overall number of wheelhouses that were out there. There was there was a lot more out on Red than well, there where, were. Where that guy and, said all the guys, all the guys that came out on Leech, that was where that break broken up broke up. Yeah, then like a lot of the accesses island. were closed as well on then, Leech. Yeah, everything was pretty much shut down. So, so we drive out again. Not a lot of snow on the lake. Uh, drive out, kind of drive around a little bit. And the ice was very, very quiet. It was a little crack here and there. It was like normal, like, good season ice where it just pops when you're driving on it. And it's just one or two little ones here and there. It wasn't wasn't anything horrible. Um, so we go out, we, we hop out of the truck, grab an auger, punch a hole, check ice. We're, uh, we're good to go there. So we, we measured and we found 20, 20 inches? Yeah, I think we were sitting on 20. So through the catch covers. The most ice that we had all year, um, the best looking ice that we had all year, which is kind of funny because if you look back at the beginning of this season, I mean, there was a time where the sheriff's department closed down Red Lake to vehicle traffic other than resorts. And all the people that got stranded out there and had to get rescued, the people had fallen through all over the place. But that was where we had the best ice of the year, which is kind of mind-boggling to me if you really think about it hashtag build back better i mean that is true but like you also gotta look at is the number of people that are out there like so like i mean it's basically like how many opportunities there is to fall through i mean they're pretty high out there there's a lot of people that are always driving around out there well no i know i'm just saying like we've been out to a handful of different lakes this year and the best ice that we found was on one of the lakes that had the most problems that has like the, the most problems every the year worst track yeah. record this year yeah, but I'm just looking at it as like, I mean, when there's, I mean, a thousand people going out there every day compared to, I mean, most lakes, there's maybe 20. I mean, there's just a lot of people to have the opportunity to have something go wrong. Who's that? I don't know, little Mike, who is that? Answer it. So don't, don't put him on the, don't put him on the pod. Little Mike's going to take a phone call here. We're going to try and keep going. And not that this says it's safe ice, but I mean, there was many, like, three-quarter ton pickups that were going out there, and they were going... Oh, it's a big buck. 
they were all cruising around and it's like happened. I mean some of those guys had to have been going twenty miles an hour plus going across the lake. Oh yeah, they were cruising and they did not care. Yeah, not that that's a safe, but and yeah, the the bigger houses. I mean, like I said, there were 24, 28 foot king castles that were out there. Mm-hmm. Slide out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tandems and three quarter tons, one tons. Yep. They so, were going out way farther than we ever oh, yeah. even touched. So. So then when we uh, when we get everything set up, we get the house all set up, drill all the holes. Uh, cameraman Cubby and Lil Mike take off in the portable, and Timmy and I fish in the castle. And I'll let you kind of get into what you did as far as what depth you went, what you were using, if they were aggressive, uh, you know, jigging, dead stick, what, what were you, because uh, we all caught fish, except for Lil Mike. Yeah, poor Lil Mike. Um, so we heard that they were doing good up in like, I mean, the shallows, so we right away we went and tried up in like i think we were in like six and a half feet which if you've never done it a live scope does not work that well in six and a half feet of water well your your aim cone is so much smaller yeah it don't see much really no i didn't know that i've never tried that yeah it doesn't work very well and there's like it's really bad interference too which i think it's just because like i mean it's only six feet so it really it's like the ground is right there but uh, up there we caught the only two walleyes that we caught all weekend. And one of them was on a dead stick. And then one of them was on a tikka minnow. And the, I mean, the one that hit the tikka minnow, he was pretty decently aggressive. He wanted it, I would say. But you wanted around to more depths than just the six feet. You were... Yeah, we tried six, nine... 12 and then i think that was the only three that we sat at so timmy and i stayed in the ice castle and when we were in the castle uh he was starting to get a little mad because it was like we got once we finally got up there it was like 4 30 once we finally got everything situated and set up and fishing it was about six yeah and we put the live scope down and we were fishing the holes that we were both fishing out of were about four feet apart and I'll let you... Yeah, they were more than that. I was fishing the far hole by the bathroom. All right, six feet apart. Six to eight feet. Um, well, we were marking fish. Well, I was marking fish, and then they go over to Nick's bait. Then he'd catch it. <laughs> and then I'd mark another one, and I'd jig it up, and it'd follow me, and then it'd take off. And I think you had four or five topside before I even caught one. Which was really weird. Because at first, so I was using a, a eighth ounce tikka minnow, with the purple and white slash yellow glows really well, um, and that's all I used. I didn't tip it with wax worms, minnow had nothing. It was just the tikka minnow, and they were crushing it. They loved it, and poor Timmy's sitting over there. He's like, "Dude, what the hell's going on?" Like eventually, when he tried on every bait in my tackle box, I had hyper rattles. Uh, tikka minnows i tried like three different spoons and then i put that clam leech flutter spoon on and then i started catching them to me had a couple brutal mistakes yeah i, I woofed a couple times <laughs> a couple times they came up following a jig it the wrong way and they'd just be like yep never mind or just take off remember when you had your rod in rattle or mode? i put it in rattle mode and i set the hook and it just went <laughs> i'm pretty sure you told me you went outside of the house for some reason and you're like, 
yeah, you can just watch this one. Because we're only fishing two lines. So he's like, I'm going to just leave this down. You watch it. If you go to set the hook, <coughs> flip the switch before you set a hook. Otherwise, you're going to lose them. And then he comes back in and proceeds to do exactly what he did. Yeah. When uh, I did what I was telling him not to do. Backlash in a spinning rod. Well, yep. there was the other time where he set his rod down. It's like, hey, Nick, watch this. And then this he, was Sunday morning. Oh, was it? No, no, that was that was Saturday, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I don't. I know. think it happened on Saturday and on Sunday. <laughs> I don't well, know if you caught. You it. got Timmy got to the door, and as he got to the door, a Nick mark went showed up, picked up the rod, and caught a fish. Which is what I wanted to do at some point. I I even said it. I'm like, <clears throat> I've caught like I don't know, seven or eight fish, and I want to catch one on another rod. Just so I know that it's like it's me. It's not just my lure that I have down there. And Timmy was was saying that I got a pretty finesse way of jigging. I mean, he did give me credit. I guess I wasn't doing it the right way for a bit, and then I started catching them. But that was a really nice nice rod. That iron range mm-hmm. one that you got. That's a nice a, rod. That is a nice rod. I think the biggest walleye that we caught of the weekend was a twenty. He's either 20 or like 19, and he was a little over 19, three quarter, 20. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. And the smallest one I want to say was like, I don't know, 12, 10. Mm, it was that little one that was the same size as your beer bottle. Yeah. Yep. To say the least, we have a freezer full of fish. Okay, yeah, so now we can address the whole why we didn't keep any fish this weekend. Simple answer Nick. It is my fault. Sucks. Not because of the regular reason why it's... Like, normally I'm like, ah, throw them back. We don't need to keep any more. We already have some. But we had got... I think we brought two bags of walleye and a bag of perch with us because we planned on doing a fish fry on Saturday night when we were at the headquarters. And, well, now we're on red, and we have filleted fish in the cooler right outside the house. And you're like, oh, just keep them anyway. They can physically tell that they're from earlier. They're not from that, right now. That was Mike. My reasoning was is we could have had 32 fillets of walleye. That's what we could have had. If we had kept just a few, it wouldn't have been a big deal. We wouldn't have been over our 32, I don't think. That's probably correct. I apologize oh, for any see? inconvenience that the I truth have, comes may out. have caused you. Oh, you get him on air, and he's like, all right, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, but, guys, six miles out, a mile east. <laughs> crappies. <laughs> crappies. Big, with, with a few walleyes sprinkled in. Big crappies, though, man. you got to walk about a mile, but it, that part sucks, but it's worth it. But crappies. Big crappies. So this is when, now we'll, we'll get into where that comes from. So these guys finally get back with the portables, and we hop in the Razor and the four-wheeler, and we take off, and we're going to go up to the bar, and we're going to have a drink. We walk into the bar. And the bartender comes up, hey, can I get you guys anything? I'm like, yeah, what do you got on tap? Like, trying to make a joke. This was the same guy that we talked to about the ice. Yeah, I'm like, what do you got on tap? He's like, do you see any taps? I'm like, okay, dickhead. Like, I was, I was, it's my first question in the bar, man. Like, holy shit, calm down. He's like, yeah, what do you want? So this guy was, I don't know. He's very short with people. Yeah. That's how I'd put it. He's kind of a short dude, too. And that's kind of why we didn't really, like, stick around to ask a ton of questions about the ice either, because, like, he just didn't want to talk to us. He didn't us. want to talk. And he probably worked a long day. He's probably a real nice guy. But, I mean. Came off I on the wrong foot. He did come off on the wrong foot. But that's all right. Good dude. 
I'll still give JR's credit. I mean, cool resort, cool road system, all that stuff. But anyway, so we get in there, and we sit down, and we start. We order a couple of bush lights, and um, there's a pull tab machine. And cameraman Cubby finds this pull tab machine. He's like, guys, 20 bucks, let's go. It's like, all right, whatever. And I believe there were two $200 winners. One was 250 or, A 250 and a $200 ticket that were still in there, not pulled. And there was this other group of, like, four guys sitting up at the bar. And they're, like, they're going to the machine constantly. And Gabby's like, dude, we're going to try this. Or whatever. So he goes up. The first uh, stack of 80 or 40 that we got because we were doing $2 tickets. The first one we got, we pulled a 250 we're like, all right, boys, like, we're on to something. So then Cubby goes up to get a to cash it in, and the guy's like, one of those beers over there for you? Because <laughs> Cubby's only 20 for a couple more weeks. A week from Thursday. Oh, man, it's coming up. Big day. <laughs> so one of those beers for you? He's like, no. Just you want to finally get shit-faced on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> just give me, give me my 250 bucks, and we'll... We'll call it good. He's like, all right, here you go. Give him the 250 And these other guys are still over just funneling money into this pull tab machine. Yeah. And Cubby's like, dude, we're going to try it one more time. And apparently, you can probably tell this better than me because you went and did it. But apparently when it gets low, it starts having a, an attitude where you got to unplug it from the wall. Yeah, there was only, there's only one stack left. And I, every time it tries to get a ticket out of a different thing, it just airs out the machine. So you have to wait until it randomly picks the one stack that has any left. But we still had $6 in there, so I didn't want our three tickets to go to waste. So you go back up, you buy them, come back. We end up pulling the last 200 And this, yep. at this point, I know these guys are going to be a little pissed because it's either going to be them or it's going to be us that's going to win this 200 bucks. So Timmy and I will walk up to the bar, and his buddy's standing there just kind of, you know, Weaving back and forth, you could tell he was, he was, he was doing all right, getting to the overserved level. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how you doing, man? Torched. He's, he's like, oh, good, good. You know, I'm like, all right, man, cool. <laughs> I was like, you still out fishing? He's like, oh, man, crappies, six miles out, mile east. I'm like, oh, thanks, man, thanks for the the tip on the spot. Like maybe we'll, uh, in my head, I'm like, I'm not gonna go check this out, but maybe we'll go check this out. This is cool. He's like, he's like, man, six miles, six miles out, mile east. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I got it. There's uh, crappie six miles out, mile east. I got it. I'll check it out. He's like, yeah, man, six miles out, mile east. You got to walk about a mile, but it's totally worth it. I'm like, okay, like whatever. That's cool. Meanwhile, Cubby's going back over to the other guy to tell him that we just pulled the last 200 tickets. <laughs> And he tells them that we pulled the last 200 ticket, and he didn't look very happy. He was kind of mad. I mean, I feel like it was just like a disappointed. I mean, I'd be a little disappointed, too. He knew there was one 200 left, and there was probably only... And they were $400 in. And there was probably only 10 tickets left in the machine. So, like, I mean, your odds are starting to get pretty good. Right, right. Kind of would be disappointing to not get it. That's true. That's true. So then, these guys all go to leave the bar. And Buddy, Crappie, comes over again, and he, he like, gives everybody a handshake. He's like, like, all right, man, we'll have a good night. He's like, Timmy, what did he say? He's like, yeah, you two 
crappies. You can go catch them. <laughs> <laughs> six miles out. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Like, we yeah. heard about the crappies that were six miles out, like... Four or five times. Four or five times. Easy. He was yeah. not keeping his spot a secret. So, shout out to that guy. Tall guy wearing sick bibs. You know, if he was being serious, he was a pretty damn nice guy. Because, I mean, in all honesty, if he was serious, he wanted other people to catch these fish, too. Oh, I'm not saying that. He was a really nice guy. I just think it's funny that he t- he told us like six or seven times there was crappies. He was just so stoked about his crappies on Red Lake. Yeah. And yeah. he needed to tell everybody else. They do have a lot of crappies up there now. They're, they're, uh, they're, the crappie push is back. And big, they're big crappies. They're big. Six miles out <laughs> and a mile east. They're very, very big crappies. But uh, So then we go back and we kind of sat around a little bit, fished a little bit more. And then I'll let you guys finish how Saturday night went because I apparently fell asleep. I think, right? Yeah, because we were sitting there fishing for a while, marking stuff. Then it kind of died down, so we're like, oh, we'll we'll put some rattle rails down. So Mike uh, brought out his 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 killer uh, rattle reel bait. My spearing decoy. Pretty sure that's still tied onto one of my rattles. Yeah, it is. And it almost caught something. But how cool would it have been? Just a massive northern, smoked it, wrapped <laughs> all our rattle reels. I'm pretty sure we didn't put a hook on it. No, I did. Yeah, we oh, did. you did. Oh, yeah. You it, were sleeping. It took a minute. I was a little under the weather. Oh, yeah, I was sleeping, wasn't I? Yep. Yeah, so what happened there, Timmy? Because you were sleeping in the bed above me. For what? And you ended up reeling up my rod, I think, right? You were help, helping well, a brother I out. I was like, you want to you wanna reel your rod up? Yep. Just, like, half in it. And then he, like, falls back asleep. So I reels right up, put a couple rattle reels down, doing some stuff, and I throw a blanket on him. He's like, what? Like, I'm just making you comfy. You're just sleeping here without a blanket. Oh, okay. Falls back asleep. Yeah, sorry, guys. I kind of left the chat early in that one. We got the the castle all set up. Got all the rattle reels down, and we got a little bit of sleep in. And then Nick turned the lights on at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I got up because I had to go to the bathroom. And when I get up, I'm standing there, like, looking at my phone or something. And I hear a rattle click. And Timmy was awake for whatever reason. Timmy, I don't know. Timmy was awake, and he's like, <laughs> I didn't know he was awake, so my back is to him. And you hear a rattle just kind of click, and he's like, what the hell did you bump that for? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't bump anything. <laughs> like, what the hell? So then I grab like I grab the line and I lift up and there's weight on it, and and now Timmy's like sitting up in bed. He's like he's up on the top bunk and he can't get down very easily. You can get down pretty. You can get down, but not. You weren't gonna get down just for that. Not effortly. Like Tim yeah, like, it, would, fish, it would fish. Fish. Get get the fish. <laughs> yeah. So I lift up on the rattle and there's a little bit of weight there, and I set the hook and I get him up to the bottom of the ice and I see the white belly of him just gone I'm so, like, oh, we almost man. got one almost got one on the rattle but we didn't the one opportunity we had and then you almost fell out of bed right cubby well yeah. yeah who puts a little foam air mattress thing on top of a bunk bed you know those slide out to the edge and then i was gonna go lean out to talk in the morning and that thing was a foot overhung and i almost fell all the way to the floor. But you didn't. I didn't. That would been I would have awesome. owned a live scope if I did. True. Because <laughs> yeah. I would have crushed Mike's. 
I think it, it would have been a true test for that Fraybill cooler that he's got. So shout out to Mike again for, for letting me still be using his live scope. What a guy. Now I really, I'm going to have one before next year. But, me too. Uh, I've messaged a couple guys online. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool. But uh, So an update on our gambling status. We each walked away with $80 ahead. So we, we walked out of there about... A thousand ahead on Saturday night, except for little Mike. <laughs> Why'd you push the mic away from you? You good? You said update on our gambling status, and I said the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we won the pull tabs. We got up on Saturday mo- or Sunday morning. Uh, oh, the most interesting fish that we caught was that walleye that got the absolute shit kicked out of him. Oh yeah, there was one that. Went through a tussle with something, and it had cuts, and the fin was broken half, and yeah, he was beat up. Did you guys see that one? Nope. Nope. We'll, we'll show you after this. We'll, we'll put that picture up uh, with the episode tomorrow. But uh, and Julie's giving him a little snack. No, because I wasn't using bait. Well, you reeled him up. <laughs> I wasn't using bait. You but you reeled him, him up. I could have given him a minnow. I could have given yeah. him Why a minnow. Why didn't you give him a minnow? I, I didn't think about it. <laughs> You're kind of trash. <laughs> Sorry. I it's apologize. okay. It's okay. It happens. So we get up on Sunday morning. I think I we give caught him two minutes. We, we caught one fish on Sunday morning, um, and that was the end. I think our total number of fish was 13, 14. Something like that. Didn't knock it I out thought, of the park. I thought we knocked 20, didn't we? We got close to 20. Did we? Because I thought you... <clears throat> so we had two. Two in the Eskimo. Not to name drop the Eskimo. We had two in the Eskimo. I caught zero of them. I, I caught two. I, th- I think I'm kind of a trashy fisherman. <laughs> yeah, but um, you're set up for success. I really am. I really am. Next just, year will be your year. I just don't know what I'm doing. But then I could have swore you caught 12 at least that night. Oh, yeah, and then you you caught four or five. Something like that. So yeah. maybe we were around 20. I, th- I think we, we're getting close to 20. We did pretty good for... for Showing getting, up at 4.30. Getting to Red Lake at 4.30 and not really getting on the fish until... Until it got dark? Which yeah, that's it what had they, to have been like 6 by the time we put a line down. And that's what they said on all their Facebook posts, all the resorts up there. They're like, you come during the, you sleep during the day, you fish at night. And we're like... But in all honesty, I mean, I would say the majority of the fish we caught were caught between, what, like 6 and 9? I mean, yeah, there really the was only part. a short window that we caught a lot for. Because, I mean, we caught our two right away. We went up and set up. And, I mean, it was like. Yeah, you, you probably quick. just dropped down right on something that was sitting there right when you were there. Well, it wasn't quite that fast. But, I mean, it was in the, within the first 20 minutes we were sitting there. Moral of the story hell of a fishery. Uh, if you get a chance to get up there and you haven't gotten up there, no matter where you're from, and we got people all over, uh, go up there. It's Just worth it. Don't be stupid and go out when the ice isn't great. It's true. It's true. Good point. And if you do, we didn't tell you to do it. <laughs> Travel at your own risk. So now it's uh, Sunday morning. We get packed up and we pull off the lake about 1230. And uh, once we get off the lake, somebody has a bright idea that they want to go to the Shooting Star Casino. I honestly think that might have been Little Mike again. Just a little pit stop. This time, 
our luck was not on our side. No, we ran out. We lost hard. I think I, I went through 150 there. What did you lose there? I didn't lose any. Oh, you were ahead? I was like 50 bucks ahead. All right. Little Mike? 200-something. So your total <laughs> number for the weekend? 690. Minus 690. Why didn't you do that extra 10? It just didn't, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Covey? Well, Monoman didn't go well. Usually doesn't when I'm there. I think I spent of my own money. See, that's not what you told us when we showed up. What? You said, ah, oh, guys, <laughs> I do okay here. I won once there. I ain't going to lie now. <laughs> <laughs> we showed up, you said, hey. But, I mean, I lost, like, 280 bucks there. there there's a machine I won $700 out of, and then we proceeded to put a lot of money into that machine. Yeah. That turned into a money pit, didn't it? I bet you it was hitting today, though, because you made a good point. They were doing a big giveaway that day. Yeah. I honestly think the machines don't pay on days like that. Yeah, probably not. They just want to promote opinion. That, that. They just want people in there so they can pay off their ice castle. The highlight of Sunday, though. You got to do it. You said it. You started no, you do it. Wait, what's the highlight? When Mike's standing there with his $153 ticket <laughs> next to the automated okay, roulette so I'll machine. Do, I'll do some backstory. So, we're like, we're, all, all four of us are like, all right, it's time to be done. Let's quit gambling. And then it was either Nick or Cubby's like, all right, come on, one more 20. I need to make machine. my money back on blackjack. I did try virtual blackjack with two hundred dollars at the end of the day. Well, that, that was I before lost. this. That was before this. And no. so you guys, you guys all roll up to that little circle table with the machines at it. You know, put some money in. And I was like, well, I don't want to be left out. So I grab another sixty bucks out of the ATM, and I put sixty in this machine next to all you guys. You were trying to be responsible too, because when you walked past me. To go to the ATM, <laughs> he wasn't talking to me, but I heard him mumble it under his breath. He's like, "Fine, I guess I'll go take out a few more dollars." <laughs> Just one twenty. <laughs> well, so I pulled another sixty out. I was like, "All right, this is it. If this is gone, we are done." And I put it in the machine. I ended up winning like one hundred twelve bucks. So after everything was said and done, it was like one hundred fifty-three dollar cash out. I was like, "Guys, I have a really good idea." <laughs> And what I was going to do is I was going to take it back to that machine we were playing, the Wheel of Fortune one, in the high roller area. Well, there was a guy on there with like $300 in it when we showed up. And we're like, well, he's going to be there for a minute, or so we thought. Turns out he was doing $25 spins, and I think it I think it took him for quite the ride. Yeah, I was quite <laughs> surprised. <laughs> yeah, but, he wasn't. Yeah, he, he did just about as well as we did. Yep. But so yeah. we so we went over to uh to the root like the online roulette blackjack and craps machines. I was like, I have a really good idea, guys. And I threw my ticket in and I put $153 on red on roulette. <laughs> and I was like, watch this. And I hit the spin button. Spun. And it spun. And it spun and then it hit black. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was fun. That's done. <laughs> and that was when I sat down to play virtual blackjack. And I bet $50 a hand. And I lost $200. <laughs>
which was awesome, by the way. Okay, but imagine if I would have won. I would have been ahead. True. And I don't know if it's just me or if it's more people out there, but I, I get more of a thrill out of gambling <laughs> than I do out of actually winning. Like, the winning is kind of a bonus. But, like, like when I had the $150 on red, I was like, oh, this is exciting. And then I lost it, and I was like, meh, that's life. It's like when we're at the green machine, it's like, this is exhilarating. Oh, yeah. As we're just tossing money into that I'm thing. having a good time. <laughs> As we're spending hundreds of dollars every minute. hundreds of dollars, yeah. Yeah, and after me and like Mike lost our big time, that's when we pulled out 60 more dollars just to try one last time. Oh, I forgot about that. You guys went <laughs> to the green machine one more time? Nope. The, we were going to with one last 20, but we decided to put it all into the Wheel of Fortune. How did, how did it go? Lost. I don't I think could. we won one time. Not more than $10. So moral of the story is if you want to go to the casino, go to Walker. Yeah. That one was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Timmy doesn't do that a lot. He, he, he even had fun. That was his first time, I think. When we walked out of the casino. Actually, that was probably the second time I've been at a casino. When we walked out of there, when we walked out of there, he goes, this isn't good. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I can see why people enjoy this. Yeah, because I think I at one point time. I looked over at Cubby or Nick and I said, did we create a monster? And you're like, <laughs> Timmy's over there, click, 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 click. <laughs> yep. Just having a ball. It's like 100%. I've never seen Timmy that happy. Well, because you guys are like, oh, let's go in. Yeah, why not? He's like, I'm going to win a new Ford Ranger. <laughs> Dad, t- we're like, another 20, Timmy? And he's like, digging through his wallet. <laughs> Before you could even finish talking, he had his money in his hand. Like, Timmy, are you sure? He's like, yeah, what the hell? Here you go. And if you're ever in doubt about winning, run it into the ground. That was the saying of the weekend. Run that bitch. Into the ground. Into the ground. Yep. Hell yeah. Nashville would be proud. I don't know what he's up to. I haven't talked to him in a while, but he'd be really proud of us. We should invite him to come fishing so we can bring him to the casino. That would probably not be good, but he would totally be there for it. He'd be happier for the casino than the fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he found out, obviously, this year... He didn't make it to the Devil's Lake trip, but last year when we were leaving, he's like, there's a casino here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, and we didn't go? I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry, man. Next time. So hopefully next year, he'll be here for the See, casino. If, if he'd have been here this year, me and him would have went to the casino and probably lost our asses. But it'd have been a hell of a time. <laughs> I would have been so disappointed that I couldn't go. Hey, another week, then you can go. Exactly. Next year. Hell yeah. Well, boys, that pretty much wraps up our weekend. That pr- that ends, I know for sure, me and you's Minnesota ice fishing season for the year. You too? Oh, I'm going to kill the sunnies. <laughs> All right. Out on the Red River. Timmy, I know you're going to go out again. Yeah, I'm probably going to get one more one more rainbow trout and probably a crappie. Fish. Have you caught a rainbow trout yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Let's just check in. Because I haven't. <laughs> but that leads us into what we've got coming up this weekend. And I think we made I a think, plan today. I think we have a plan. And that is one last hoorah. Devil's Lake. To Devil's Lake, North Dakota. We're not quite sure about that yet. I'd like to get a couple pieces of information or feedback, if you will, before we 
for sure go, but I'm pretty positive we're going to end up in Devil's Lake this weekend. So. But I would even say, maybe I'm speculating here, but we're going to limit out. And we're going to keep them. And Nick, what are we not going to do? We're not going to bring fish with. <laughs> to a fishing trip. We're throwing nothing back. <laughs> right, a Nick? DNR shows up and we have a bunch of like <laughs> six inch walleyes sitting on the, on the ice. You know, one time I was fishing and I was in my boat. I'm trying. I was in my boat and this other guy came trolling past whatever and we started small talk. And he told me that he was after like six inch walleyes. And that got me kind of curious. I was like, why? Like, what are you going to do with a six inch walleye? And he had a 150 gallon fish tank at home that he was filling with them. Who did this? I don't know if that's legal or not. Who did this? Some no, guy. I don't think you can keep I was game fishing, fish. and he was trolling past my boat, and he told me that he was catching six-inch walleyes, and he was going to bring them home and put them in his 150-gallon fish tank. That's what he told me. And I just, I wasn't sure if that was even okay, but I just kept on fishing. Hey, why not? I wasn't sure. I just don't this think This guy that's is good. growing some of the best walleyes out there, <laughs> and he's eating good. And yeah. no one knows. He fishes in his fish tank. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a 22-incher. I measured him last week. <laughs> Buys new tackle from Shields. Yep, that one works. That would be a good test. That's actually not a bad idea. I mean, not that you should do that, Mike. Right. You know, it's it's been a while since we brought in the DNR, the Game and Fish, up into our podcast. So. This last one? <laughs> we're, we're due for it. Yeah, why not? If we do not make it to Devils Lake this weekend, we will be hitting some southeastern North Dakota uh, little honey holes that some of us haven't fished in a number of years. But either way, we're going to get out this weekend one way or another. So we should probably one of the last weekends that we'll actually get to go out. Well, boys, it's question time. Who's starting it off? Son of a... I feel like we got to give it to Timmy. All right. I got a casino question. (laughs) Why is casino gambling so addictive? It's the lights. Are you asking us personally? Yeah, this is a personal question. Okay, Micah, you go. (laughs) We're gonna give you the best answer first. This is—he's probably gonna go into depth. So when you say addictive, (laughs) he's adjusting in his chair. From a rookie. Wait, wait. Before we hit this. Can we just ask one question around the table? What, what was you your say, final well, toll? Save this, and this can, this can be your question. Well, no, I don't want to waste my question on this. Final tolls at the casino? Like, like yep. Pro- at the, when you were all said and done? Yep. Final uh, day. How about what we end up guys? At? Everything together? I, I got a tail leak. You guys make a little, <laughs> little, little circle. A circle jerk. Just do a circle. Okay, easy, and buddy. I'll, I'll be back. Don't don't skip out on the question. Maybe you should answer first. Yeah, you you answer first. <laughs> I'll I'll do I'll answer last. Minus six ninety, I can answer for him. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> but come on, no, take it you, easy. You, you go ahead. You go ahead. All right, Cubby, you go ahead. What was yours? I think I was down like three hundred bucks. Okay. But for four days of gambling, that's not that only bad. Two days of gambling. It's okay, three right, days. Three of gambling. days of gambling. <laughs> I stretched it a little. Three days. I think all said and done, I was ahead by about 200 or 250, I think. I think I was 
Well, I think I came up about 220 bucks, but not great, but it's pretty that's good a, for that's my... pretty not, good casino not, for three days. Well, not bad for your first time, like... That was... Monoman was my third casino I've ever been in. Well, besides, like, the water park. We're not a good influence to be around in that situation. No, cause <coughs> every time I come to the land, it's going to be like, yeah, I can go to a casino. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say we're a bad influence. There's always the potential to win big. So, Mike, now you got to answer. Oh, sorry. Well, we were at the bachelor party, and well, that was back when I didn't think casinos were that fun. <laughs> now I missed out. <laughs> All right, Mike, so you got to answer why is casinos, or why why do you enjoy going to the casino? Why is it addictive? And what was your total loss on the weekend? I'll just start with my total loss on the weekend. It was just shy of 700 bones. <laughs> 690, to be exact. And for me, what gets me the most is... Like, I like the tables. I like playing tables. But I don't really play tables to win money. If I put 100 down on, like, blackjack, like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose it all. Because even if I'm up, at some point I'm going to be back down. And then I'm going to have to, like, play until it's gone. And that's life. It is what it is. But it's the uh, the e-tab machines where what, what's it called when you like like you play into something and the more you play into it, it grows the big pot bigger. What's that called, Cubby? There's like a term for it. I have no idea. What, like I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, you'd when call you get it. like the extra bonus things, and that adds to like the right the, the major and the mini and the grand prize. Yeah, basically just says that your prize is getting bigger, which isn't always the truth. Yeah, or like you think you are, but like the games that have like you have three pots, and as you play through the game, it'll throw coins into each of these different pots. You know, different spins. Making you think, hey, I'm getting somewhere here. Eventually, I'm going to pop this sucker, and I'm going to become a millionaire. Exactly. And then you pop it, and it's like, here's $23.79. And you're like, well, that kind of sucked. I put $48 into this. But anyways, that's what keeps me coming back, because there's going to be one time where I put $22 into it, and I win $2 million. I would say the flashy lights because, like, in all honesty, you never feel tired when you're at a casino. You know why that is? Because of the lights. Nope. They pump oxygen into the casino. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Maybe that's just a Vegas thing. But in Vegas, like they do, they pump oxygen into the casino to, to keep you more you. awake. <laughs> yep. And another thing is, I would say it's like the potential is always there to win. I mean, like, every spin, like, you have the potential to win. I mean, it's not always ten grand, but even a thousand bucks. I mean, there's always, like, that chance that you're it's one spin thrill. away. Well, it, it, was like, it was even, like, at that first game I was at where I got I, I got two opportunities, or was it three or four almost, to pick, like, grand, mini, major, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had two picked on the grand, which was, like, ten or nine grand. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, oh, guys, we're only one away. And then, of course, the next one you hit's mini. No matter where you're going to pick it, it's going to be mini. It's true. But you always think, man, what if I hit the grand? <laughs> yep. 
Well, Nick, I know you haven't been paying a lot of attention. Yeah, because he's over there playing his freaking casino game. Yeah, yeah. sorry, guys. You got me yeah, you always get us, uh, you really get upset when we get sidetracked, like staring off into space. And I feel like you've been in space for the whole questioning time now. Yeah, I didn't catch any of his answer. But yeah, go ahead. It's your turn to answer. No, we don't skip people. It's your turn. He already answered his. Oh, yeah. Talk oh, about a space did. cadet. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Bring her back in now. All right. Uh, just the chance to win big is what... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting drugged through the coals here. Uh, yeah, just, to, you know, there's always a chance, and you're never going to get that chance, and it's most likely never going to happen, but, uh, hey, man, whatever. So that's my answer. What about you, Timmy? Why do you like going to the casino? Hey, Big Mike, before you do that, or sorry, Little Mike, before you do that, wait so you can ask your question. I think the, the part that keeps me pushing that goddamn button is, like, it makes it sound like you're winning, like, almost every time you hit the button. That is true. It always like, makes a good sound. Ding, 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 ding. And then you're like, oh, I just won $5. <laughs> yeah, that is always disappointing. Then you put another 20 in it to lose more money. And, yeah. That's Mike, about it. I think it's your time for a question. Oh, boy. What's going to be my question? Here's my question. A little off topic, right? Might get us canceled. Okay. Um, you go ahead, but I'm going to screen it first. Okay. I've never said no to a question, but the, I feel like this might be the first one. So I'll be honest. I purchased a case of Bud Light today. It's my first case of Bud Light since the whole Bud Light ordeal. Do you guys feel we should keep boycotting Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch products? Or... Come on, Nick, before you, before you hammer that mic, just give me a second. Or have they paid their penance, and is things okay? Like, I get it. it. You know, what they did was not right, but it is what it is. I mean, my opinion would be, is there's, whether a small portion of people boycott them or not, there's still enough people buying their product that your case here and there is not going to affect them, so they probably don't care. So I don't feel like it's going to change anything either way. I feel like the uh, the boycotting was received early on when everybody started doing it, and they did take a hit. I do not believe that that is necessary to continue. Because um, they didn't say sorry for it, but they can't say sorry for it. I think their marketing probably found out that it was probably not the great Correct. decision. <laughs> That's Correct. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, but no, I mean, I, I like I said, I started, I started buying Bush Light again, so... I mean, you can't really. I mean, you live and you learn. Timmy? Yeah, I mean, they did what they did. I don't really buy Anheuser products, anyways, but. But would you? Yeah, I'd probably start buying them again. Hashtag a better beer. All right. My question is. is he didn't answer his own question. Okay, hurry up. <laughs> Do I need to answer my own question? He did bring the beer of the week, and it was. Bud Light, so I don't feel like. Just say it. Say you yeah, would. you you better. I think they've they've made up for it. What's done is done. They've paid the price. That is the most uh, blunt answer he's ever no, given. No, no, no. Well, that too, but uh, <laughs> like the most controversial question that I think has ever been asked on an episode. 
but that's why you bring me around. It's all right. Go ahead, Cubby. I'm gonna say, do you guys think it like is a big deal when you're going out to purchase your ice fishing gear or like your supplies? Do you think it's a big deal to be buying name brand things? As in, like when it comes to your winter gear. I mean, a fishing rod, your jigs you're using. I mean, the gloves. I mean, like, do you think you see a lot of a difference in your name brand gear compared to a more of an off brand gear? If you mind me saying that. So, I'm probably not a good one to start this. Ice fishing. I'm not a very materialistic person, but ice oh, fishing. Really? Ice fishing is one of those <laughs> things where. I am I am very materialistic about. I mean, I have I don't want to add up how much in clam gear I have. I mean, I got rod bags, uh, flash or electronic bags, rods, tackle, house, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. And this year I did buy a pair of gloves that were striker. They were not clam. That and might be a first thing you have that you haven't complained about that's not made by clam. Like I said, ice fishing is one of those things where I'm I'm not a materialistic person. Like I don't wear name brand clothes. I don't care about any of that crap. But the when it comes to ice fishing, I really like clam. Uh, so, I mean, but yeah. do you think it matters? No, no. I I think the other other brands it's are are just as good. Uh, I mean, Striker's really good. Otter's really good. Eskimo's really good. I mean, I, I think it's 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 very. Thank you. But that's ve- all name brand well, stuff. It's very similar to. Uh, like your tools that you use for work. Like, I have all DeWalt tools. Do I want Milwaukee? Yeah, I would switch to Milwaukee, but I won't because I have so much invested. It, it, it's what you start on is more than likely what you're going to stick with. So, but as far as like other brands, no, I think other brands make good stuff too. I think it's just a personal preference type thing. But if you compare it to like, say like you go to Walmart and buy like, what are they? Like the Lakes and Rivers? rods. Do you think you see a huge difference between, like, say, in rods instead of, like, <clears throat> just, like, years? Yes. You think, yeah? Yes. Like, the JT Custom Rod that I have is going to be way more sensitive, way more fluent, way smoother than an HT. But with that being said, I also have HT rods in my arsenal of rods. Now, the one thing that I would say that you will notice a massive difference is houses. You go and buy a Lakes and Rivers hub house and you set that up to a clam hub house that's fully insulated... You're going to see a difference there. But at the same time, I mean, you can pick up a Lakes and Rivers house for 150 bucks. You're spending upwards of 1000 bucks for a nice clam one. So, I mean, it, yes, I guess you would see a difference. But overall, like the bibs and all that stuff, I think every, every brand that's out there has a positive side to it. Whether that be cost-wise, uh, performance-wise, I mean, everything that you can get for ice fishing has a pro and a con so yeah i guess the i kind of go for like the quality of it and if it's gonna last me some odd years and not much on like the tackle part i guess i kind of just pick and choose of what is catching fish i I research a lot of that but for the clothing and the, the bags and the houses i pretty much just get whatever's on a deal trying to save money i don't really care what company makes what can i double back or do you not want me to i suppose i you know i think you answered already but you can hit us with something real quick just the uh like the ice suits like every brand is probably going to be 
you know, nice in its own way. But when we were out on Devil's Lake, on the big Devil's Lake trip this year, when it was a negative 49 real feel, every single person that had a clam or a striker or any ice suit on was way more comfortable than the guys that were wearing just your regular snow pants and, and winter jacket. That is true. Granted, Mike did break out the old rain defender. Yeah, I'll do a shout-out to Carhartt. <clears throat> I bought one of their Carhartt rain defenders, and I'm not going to lie. That thing has really impressed the shit out of me this winter. Because it's been my go-to winter jacket, ice fishing jacket, whatever. And I have added the uh, striker ice bibs to the combo. But I don't like, I don't, know, I don't like big clunky jackets when I'm out there because kind of sucks to fish out of, you know. And I've been pretty toasty warm for the most part, I would say. Well, do you want to hit us with your answer to our um, is name brand materials worth it? I would say it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to be a Nick Beto and you want to fish hard as a motherfucker, <laughs> you need clam. Or or Eskimo, we're we're not we're not or any any Eskimo. any big name brand. I mean, all the you know otter, Eskimo, clam. I think those are your main big three. Am I missing any? Strike Master, you probably throw them in there. Nah, they don't really Strike have Master, a. They don't really uh, have like a Blackfish house, do they? Maybe. They got an auger, but it sucks. <laughs> Jesus, I think it what? sucks, man. What? That light flight's pretty nice. That's different. It's a light flight, not a Strike Master. <laughs> Yeah, let's strike her. <laughs> just, just jokes. I don't know. I'd say it just depends on what you're trying to do. If if you're just trying to go out and fish, a, you know, a few times throughout the ice fishing season, and you don't want to spend a ton of money at it, you know, go ahead and buy the, I don't know, hundred fifty dollar fishing package, and you know, spend. Spend another twenty, thirty bucks on propane because that's really what it breaks down to, right? Mm-hmm. You, Fair you, point. You bur- you burn a little more in propane to keep yourself warm than we do, and it's it's not a big deal. But whatever gets you out fishing. I was just say is I would say my answer would be is if you're a fair weather fisherman, I would say you're pretty good with whatever gear you want to spend your money on, or like depending on your budget. As long as you're a fair weather fisherman, and all of it will work. Describe what you mean by fair weather fishermen so you don't piss somebody off here. Well, I'll I'll throw one more jab out there. (laughs) Not at Clam, but at Clam. Because we do know someone with an X300. Well, maybe if he used it every once in a while. Well, that could be. But it's the three or four times you use it now, it's ripped every single time in a different spot. It's not Clam's fault he doesn't know how to set it up because he's still teaching himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. To hell with Jake. I would say a fair weather fisherman would <laughs> be with like minimal wind and like fifteen degrees or nice. above. Yeah, good weather. Maybe we should try that nice some year, fellas. Just go when it's nice. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Nick's like, hey guys, that's negative forty. Want to go fishing? And we're like, yep. I mean, not really. And he's like, pussies. We're like, okay, <laughs> fine. We'll go fishing with you. And then we go out and we're like, hey Nick, we're not catching anything. He's like, well, you try harder. <laughs> You make me out to be like such this bad dude. Like I'm such an asshole to everybody. You're not. You're not. You're just kind of hardcore some days. Like some days we were out to the out to the lake, and you're like, 
you know, we, we don't really want to tell you what's up because it's not going to be well received. And other days you like to sleep in until 10 o'clock when you wanted to leave at yeah, 6. I'm on my own schedule, man. What can I say? You're kind of a wild card. <laughs> yeah, if, there, if there's one thing I've know. figured out, it's you'll never figure out what Nick's fishing schedule is because he doesn't even know what his fishing schedule is. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. If we sleep in the ice castle, guaranteed we're not starting until 9. <laughs> like, there was one week and I was like, hey, Nick, what do you say? We try and get out there by, like, I don't know, 7, 38, and he's like, Mike, I'll be at your place by 5.30. I was like... And I was there, wasn't I? And you were. And you were there by 5.30. I was like, God, this is going to suck. <laughs> but okay, I'll be there. I'll be awake because it was my place. <laughs> and then the next weekend, it's like, all right, Nick, it's 9.30. You want you want to get up? <laughs> He's like, I'm working on it. <laughs> In 10 minutes. <laughs> I guess I've never noticed that, but I do do that. Like, there's some weekends where I'm like on the ball just <laughs> ready to go and then there's other weekends where i'm like yeah the fish won't bite till we get there anyway so yep but the funny thing is is if we if we make it out there later you're like ah great guys we missed the morning bite <laughs> yeah every and, time and it's not your fault it's our fault <laughs> well nick you got a question for us yep hit us with it Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. <laughs> um. God dang it. That's a good question. I always <clears throat> give everybody crap right. for this exact thing that's going on right now. All right, Timmy, could you just fill the silence? <laughs> Come on, you got to have one question. Any question. All right, Mike, fill the silence. Come on, buddy. Here's the thing. This is everything you ever wanted. What's your question? <laughs> One piece of fishing, well, we're going to make it ice fishing specific, electronics that you have that you would give up and never use again. And if you only have one thing, you're screwed. <laughs> well, that's well no, 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 it's not because you, you can, I mean. Can I replace it with something? Yes. Let's do that. Let's it, do that. If you only have one, you can replace it with something, but it has to be lesser than what you have now. Okay, that's fair. That would make the question a little better, because how many sucks. people have more than one electronic? This sucks for me. You're the only guy at the table that has more than one, I think. Okay, maybe that's not a good question. Yeah, that was a shitty one. But what's done is done. I like have it. To, I have like to it. muddle through it. Right. I like that's it. That's a horrible I question. I do like it. No, I apologize. We're good. We're good. Timmy? Well... I guess I was probably a jab because I have a live scope. That's not much of a jab. That means you have so many places you could go. I know. <laughs> but if I would give up the live scope, I'd go back to traditional down scan. With what? With my Garmin. Okay. That's what I started with. So. Mike might actually have a good answer for this one. He's downgrading. I know. But he doesn't know how to read the Vexlar, so maybe he I could just get don't. something. I started. What do I downgrade to? <laughs> Go ahead, Timmy. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was younger, I started watching, like, an FL8. So, I don't know if that's worth going back down to. That thing was so noisy. I have a buddy with an FL0, and that thing sounds like a <laughs> helicopter. 
I'm not even kidding. Isn't it like an old, old, old FL8? He like has it on a piece of plywood box. Like a like a first, and that's Logan close to me. Right I, I was just saying, I was just about to name drop him. Yeah, Farmer Logan. His yep. first gen Vexlar FL8. Yeah, nothing gets along with nothing. And it has no interference <laughs> rejection, so like if you get interference, you're just screwed. And it is loud. And he's pretty happy with it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That's he what it sounds like. What do you think? He got he's this like, thing from his great grandpa, oh, I believe. Kirby, I think like, he shut it off. Yeah, he probably did. It probably oh. went dead. <laughs> there she be. <laughs> it is actually, it's crazy loud. He's got one of those, like, uh, Norsk 32 amp batteries on it. <laughs> like, this thing's never going to die, fellas. You need to put that big of a battery on it because that's what it needs to freaking rotate the little uh, ticker inside of it. Yeah, this thing is shot. Like, does it still catch fish? I don't even know if it works. Because you didn't it's let him use it? It's just so loud. Did you make him turn it off? I probably asked him to a couple times <laughs> when I went fishing with him. It, it's bad. Bad. I bet it is. I feel like I should go fishing with him and be like, hey man, I'm not saying I'm better than you. <laughs> but I have an FLX 20. And this thing's pretty tits. What's your, what's your answer to the question? What are you downgrading to? I'm going to downgrade to bobbers. Just a bottom bouncer, or put a drop weight, set bar, bobber line. You know, I've asked to do bottom bouncers how many times this fishing year, or this ice fishing season, and you guys have been like, ah, like, you're an idiot. Well, I this get weekend, it, kind this, of. This weekend, try it. Put a bottom bouncer on there. <laughs> Nick, start the boat up. <laughs> no, just do it. Just I'm, I'm thinking, like, you put, you're going to have to put, like, eight bobbers on the top side of it, right? To get it to keep to get it to stay up, and then your bottom bouncer will be where your leader goes down with a buckshot on it. Kim, I need your help, <laughs> but we're gonna do it. And what what if it ends up working? You should bring your summer rod with you too. <laughs> oh yeah, my fucking twelve foot walleye rod. Okay, th- all right. Thanks for participating, Mike. I mean, I would- think it is a twelve foot rod. Hey, maybe seven. Are you not done answering? Shut up, Kelby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done now. If I was going to go down, I think I'd go to like, probably like an FLX 30 or an FLX 28. Why? <laughs> Just because I like the LED screen on them. I think they're kind of cool. What about a hummingbird? Have you seen, well, did you hear what happened to Nick's? Hey man, thing it's works fixed. just fine. Yeah. Well, that would be a downgrade. I could do that too. Either one. So I have a, I have a Helix Seven, and I was gonna originally I was gonna say just get rid of my camera, but I didn't realize that I was the only one that had two things. I thought that was normal. <coughs> Must be nice. I would. <laughs> I would Must probably go. Be nice. I would probably just go down to a Helix Five. Does that count? Can no. I do it? I can't do that. Same no. thing. You have to change. All right. Then I then I'd go to like a like an FLX eighteen. Yeah, that's probably all the higher you could go coming from a hummingbird. Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah. Such a mild. All right. You guys See, got anything? To... I was not to like take the spotlight here, but I was kind of wondering if like if I could count my bait cooler aerator as electronics. <laughs> I guess you technically could have, but we're not going to go down that rabbit it, hole. It's a lithium-ion battery. <laughs> All right, boys. Saying. Rechargeable. We're going to go roundtable one more time for anything that you guys want to close with, or any, unless nobody has anything. 
Oh, I'm sure I can find something. <laughs> you you want you you got something to say before well, we? You gotta start. Well, Timmy's gotta start. If he has something, he doesn't have nothing. No, he's got nothing. something. Look at that brain. Yeah, good luck for everybody that's gonna finish out the uh, North Dakota season and maybe some panfish, but that's about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Background noise. <laughs> I'm oh. kidding, dude. God. One day you're gonna have kids. And they're gonna and be that's how having gonna get them into it. Absolute God, class that's catching, scary. catching bluegills, and then you're gonna be like, "All right, it's kind of fun." Bluegills are gay. <laughs> well, easy on the G word, buddy. Gray. Gay means happy. Okay. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. What do you got, buddy? But keep Boy. it short. Keep it short. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All I'm gonna say is, if you're out there fishing the Minnesota walleye season, uh, just don't tell anybody. <laughs> And if you're fishing for crappies, go six miles out, a mile east. You'll find them. No matter what lake you're on, six, unless it's not six miles long, then you're going to run into problems. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, if you're out there fishing for walleye, just don't tell anybody. Anyways, that's it. It's all for now. I'm just going to say good luck to all the people going to the casino. Anyone? Anyone's going to give it a try. I mean... Bet big to win big. Good luck. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Episode 99. Again, I'm going to throw a little disclaimer in here for next week's episode 100. Take that one lightly. Uh, Careful where you listen to that one. And maybe it's not for you, and that's totally okay. It's going to be a good one. It is is a good one. Uh, And I'm going to get to editing that one here within the next day or two and get it ready to go, and then we're we're, uh, into the hundreds. So we'll see where it takes us um and i'll admit little mike comes a little unhinged in a few spots um take that with a grain of salt or sugar whatever you prefer that's all i got to say but yeah again just a disclaimer for that one and there will be one at the beginning of that episode as well uh last week to join or get entered into the giveaway that post is up on our instagram and our facebook what do you got? You got something? I just wanted to tell everyone thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, we're not going to do that. And we'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, yeah. Thank you for tuning in, keeping out on the Instagram, the Facebook. Good luck fishing. If you are out there, stay safe. It's getting to be that sketchy. This, this whole year has been sketchy. But uh, tell somebody where you're going. And uh, don't do anything that Cully wouldn't do. So thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll get back to you.